Welcome to Living Inside Out Today with host Joy Ross. Joy and her guests will help you learn how to think inside out so you can begin experiencing the God-given birthrights of joy, fulfillment, and freedom. Learn micro steps you can take today for macro results. It's time to dissect your everyday way of thinking. Now, here is your host, Joy Ross. Good day, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. And welcome, you guys, to Living Inside Out today. I'm your host, Joy Ross, and I want to shout out, actually, everybody who's listening, just a big hello and a big warm welcome, but especially to the first-time listeners. If you are listening and tuning in for the first time, I'm so glad that you're here, and I want to hear from you. I want to know, where are you listening from? And as you listen to the show today, for all of you guys, I want to know, what is that one thing that you uh, heard as we move forward in the show that resonated, that jumped out? Or maybe what was your aha moment or that one tip or action step that we shared that you said, hey, I'm going to latch on to that and grab it and use that in my own life. I want to know. So you guys email me at livinginsideouttoday at gmail.com. Come and let me know. So, you guys, I am so overjoyed and I'm so grateful today. Uh, We're continuing our series. Actually, today is the last episode of our series on spirituality and business. And here's what I believe about you. If you listen to this show, what personally connects us, whether we've met or not, I believe, is you guys are committed to your own personal growth and development and just showing up every day as the best version of you. And I share that commitment and my deep desire and my deep intention with this show week after week is to spread love, encouragement, and positivity and to just have real conversations about personal transformation from the inside out. Things that will help you guys to live a life uh, with more joy, fulfillment, freedom, and abundance. And so we're all on a journey in life. And our journeys, although they may look different, what they have in common is we all have opportunities every day to learn and grow. And my own personal transformation journey has experienced a lot of lows, you guys, a lot of valleys, some challenging times, even some dark periods, including a cancer diagnosis. And those are the moments when I look back over my life, those are the moments that I can honestly say have changed me forever. And now that I'm on the other side of a lot of those Uh, tough places that I had to walk through, I'm passionate about bringing what I've learned and what I've received revelation on to help and encourage and inspire other people. And so I just want to encourage somebody right now. Maybe you're listening right now and you're going through a dark place. Maybe you're facing some tough circumstances in your life. Maybe you are You feel like you're going through all the motions and checking all the boxes, doing all the things that you know to do. And yet you're feeling maybe unhappy on the inside. Maybe you're feeling unfulfilled on the inside. Maybe you have a little bit of sadness. Maybe you you feel a little lost and you're wondering, what is my purpose and, and what actually 
is, you know, my life all about. If that's you, I just want you to know that you're not alone. You guys, for many years of my life, I lived by what I call society's blueprint for success. And I think, uh, especially in the U.S. um, and in Western uh, cultures in particular, there is this sort of blueprint that society tends to hold up for us that we're all exposed to. And it starts very early in our lives. And this blueprint sort of says, hey, this is a checklist. If you follow these steps, if you do these things, if you check off the boxes that are on this blueprint, on this checklist, that that will lead to happiness, fulfillment, joy. um, And hey, you'll be successful in life. Well, you guys, I followed those things. I was one of those. Give me the rules and I'm going to follow the rules. Tell me what the roadmap is and I'm going to follow that roadmap. And what I found and actually what I received a deep revelation on is that, yeah, we can do those things and we can have some measure of material success. You know, we can go through the motions and get our education and get advanced degrees and get you know, great paying jobs, whatever that even is. When I say great paying, I'm actually doing air quotes because who says what great pay is, right? But yet society holds these things up and we can strive to achieve those things. But here's the thing. There's no amount of money. There's no amount of success, whatever that even is, society's definition of success. There's no amount of Uh, business titles or any sort of external achievement. There's no amount of moving into the right neighborhood or into the right zip codes or any of those things that can give us what our souls crave. Because what our souls truly crave, joy, peace, fulfillment, happiness. You guys, those things are an inside out job. There's no amount of external achievement that can meet those internal desires that we all have as humans. And um, I firmly believe that those things that we all want, fulfillment, happiness, peace, joy, those things come from being rooted and grounded internally. Those things are a result of our thoughts, our beliefs, our mindsets, our faith, our sense of identity and self-worth. So I think we often have a tendency to reach outside of ourselves to acquire and attain external things in order to fill these internal needs that we have, only to discover that once we have all the things, those internal needs can remain unfulfilled. That was me. That was my life. That was my experience. I had all the things, and I'm grateful for that. But things don't produce happiness. So for me, it wasn't until I began looking internally and looking upward. I like to refer to it as I, I, I really got to a point where I made a choice to stop living horizontally, stop looking out at external circumstances and looking for that next thing. Uh, and I began to look within me uh, and look upward to God and really develop a relationship with him and get rooted and grounded in who am I? What what is my true identity and why am I here on earth? Which you guys personally, I don't think we can answer those questions 
until we develop a relationship with the one who created us. And once we begin to know him, we actually discover our own identity. So that was my experience and my personal journey from bondage to freedom, from lack to abundance, from anxiety to inner peace, from disappointment to fulfillment and joy, and the steps that I took to break free and experience transformation, I uh, wrote about and I documented in my books. And I mentioned these books not to hold myself up or to say, oh, look at me, I'm, I'm an author. Not, No, not at all for those reasons. But I mentioned my books because I really believe that when we go through valleys, when we go through challenges and we come out on the other side, our triumphs and victories are not just for us, but other people can really benefit from our journeys. And so if you are right now struggling with any type of uh, cycles or patterns of behavior, habits, addictions, perhaps, uh, maybe you're in and out of relationships that really aren't serving you and you've tried to break those patterns or habits and you really have not uh, been successful in doing that. I encourage you to check out my book, How to Break the Cycle of Temptation, Addiction, and Guilt from the Inside Out, because I believe that there are steps in there that worked for me and will work for you as well. Or maybe your thing is right now you're struggling with relationships. Maybe you are going through disappointment, disillusionment, heartbreak, whether it's romantic relationships family relationships, friendships, maybe even business relationships. And maybe you've gotten to a point where you've begun to believe about yourself. Oh, I'm just one of those people that has trust issues. I'll never be able to have healthy relationships. If that's you, first of all, that's not true about you. So let me just drop some truth. Okay. That's not true. Um, and you can experience better. You can experience more in your relationship. So if that's you, I encourage you to check out The Truth About Trust, The Secret to Thriving in Any Relationship. I believe that there's something in there that can help you. You can check both of those out uh, on Amazon or go to my website, joyross.com, click products tab. There's some free resources on my website as well. So <clears throat> enough about me. I'm so thrilled today to be wrapping up our series on spirituality and business with a really awesome person that I know is going to bless all of us. So you guys, if you have not yet grabbed a pen and paper, I want to encourage you and invite you to do that right now because you will definitely want to take some notes as we move forward in the conversation. And hey, I also want to encourage everybody, stick around because on the other side of my conversation with my guest today, I have a really um, exciting special announcement that you will not want to miss. So in the studio with me is a beautiful woman who I've had the pleasure of serving with under the direction of a mutual coach of ours. And I'm thrilled to introduce to you guys Ms. Nikki Cervantes. Nikki is an author, a certified neuro-linguistic programming and transformation coach. She's currently focusing on Christian therapy, but for over 25 years, 
she was a children's social worker with the LA County Department of Children and Family Services, Nikki's first novel, The Butterfly Chronicles, The Journey of a Radical Transformation, um, sort of documents her personal transformation story. And she and her husband, Anthony, recently co-authored a book and launched a podcast entitled Don't Let the Selfies Fool You. And in that book, they highlight the day-to-day journey that they experienced during the world's time out at the beginning of the pandemic. She and her husband have also co-founded a nonprofit chosen for his purpose, which focuses on retreats, workshops, emotional and spiritual healing, all from a biblical perspective. And I'll add, and because you guys will feel this through just in how Nikki talks, she and her husband are currently in pursuit of becoming ordained ministers under the direct leadership and mentorship of their pastor. So it's really an honor that we have her with us today. Nikki, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joy. Thank you for the warm welcome and um, intro. It's interesting to hear it, you know, because it's like, oh, wow, you know, um, just to see how beautiful God has woven our lives. when We don't even know. We don't even know, you know, what he's going to do when he does it. He does it well to our surprise. It oh, is an honor privilege to be here with you and um, just to serve humanity, to so- show up and serve humanity. Yeah, Nikki, I love your heart for uh, serving and your passion um, and your focus on what you believe you're called to do in the world. And I recently heard you speak about the importance of knowing what time and season we're in and uh, speaking about receiving wisdom and discernment from God on how to move and why. Um, and knowing what our assignment is. And I thought, wow, all of those things are so deep and so profound uh, that I definitely want to dive in and talk about uh, some of these things. And so I'm just going to ask you, when, when you said it's important for us to know what time and season that we're in, what did you mean by that? And how do we find that out, like in a in a practical way? That's a great question, Joy. And, um, you know, as we all know, we have these lessons by way of our own experiences. It definitely wasn't something that I stumbled up on my own. It was something that God actually knocked on my shoulder and said, hey, let me show you, you know, by way of just life. And so for for me, for my husband, Um, we were craving and yearning to know more. There's got to be more. And that's where it initially started, you know, just wanting to know more. And he began to take us deeper into a journey and saying, I want to challenge you on everything that you thought you knew about me. And we're like, okay. And so we had to get past the golden ticket. We had to get past the, the golden ticket of, oh, okay, my salvation check. Or we have these good government jobs, you know, check. And we live in this area and all the things we kind of talked to talked about before, ironically, you know, just such a confirmation um, the show started. And so that's what led us on this quest. We ran out of check boxes oh. and we were unfulfilled. And so in a way where, It was like, we're grateful. We weren't angry about the time, 
but we wanted to understand the time. Because what happened was our minds begin to conceive the way that things happened was the way that God showed up. And that was not true. Whether it was trauma, whether if it was, you know, a good, bad, and different experience, mountaintops, you know, valleys, victories, defeats, however you want to categorize it, whatever your reference frame of, of vocabulary language, we wanted to know more. And so that's how the conversation opened up our souls. That, that was the first jolt of awakening. Wow, that's so, um, that's profound. I know there's somebody who who heard what you just said and they were really intrigued and they they zoomed in when you said that you and your husband heard God say to you, okay, I want you guys, I want to flip everything you thought you knew about me and show you some different things. Like, so let me first pause and ask Nikki, how do you, for people who are listening, right? How do you actually know when God is speaking? How do you hear his voice? That's a great question because there's so much noise and distractions that happen on the day to day and we're moving so fast in life. And a lot of times, um, I know for me and my husband, I think all of us as as society, we're kind of like on autopilot. Have you ever been driving and you know, you're going to the grocery store. So you just check out, you know, you're going to make a light at the next light. You're going to make a left. And then you're just kind of merge over to the left lane. And, you know, and, and you kind of every now and again say, Oh, I want to take a different route home. And it's so exciting But that's what God wants to do every day. He wants us to be open and vulnerable to just surprise us with a new route in a very practical way. And so for us, that's what he did. And so it was he just started waking us up and we didn't ignore it. We started getting up when he woke us up like, oh, is that you? Maybe it's not just me needing to use the bathroom, you know. Oh, maybe I'm in the grocery store and this person, you know, you let somebody go first because it's only one or two items they have and you have a whole basket. But maybe that's because he wants you to use that gift of kindness because you don't know if that person is contemplating suicide. You don't know if that person is going through, needs to get to somewhere because there's an emergency. But that's that umption. It's deep inside your spirit. It's a still, small voice. And so we just have to get still and he speaks all around us. And so that's what I would tell someone. Slow down and listen for the whisper in nature. Slow down and listen for the whisper within inside yourself of what you know, like you said earlier, to be true. I love that, Nikki. And I love, and so I'm going to repeat back. You see me sitting here looking down because I'm like this with pen and paper myself. (laughs) And I'm going to repeat back, you guys, because those are some powerful and yet simple things that we can do. Slow down. Step number one. Right. And I, I took that as even mentally, like slow down physically and mentally, because sometimes, like you said, our minds can be on autopilot. And then listen for that still small voice. So what I'm hearing is when God speaks, it's not some like rumble, like, ooh, you know, coming down um, from heaven. But it's that little internal 
nudge toward kindness or just simple acts that in the moment we might tend to overlook because we're thinking, oh, this is nothing. But I'm hearing you say no, those little things. That's how he speaks. Yeah. And, And he draws us by his love. So even if you think back over your own life where you have like a kindergarten teacher, if you wherever you're at, just close your eyes and think about that. Like you had someone, a mentor or someone in, in the gas you know, station or just someone showing you love or kindness. That was God. That was him drawing you. He draws us in by his love. And then we begin the walk as as much as we are open and vulnerable and transparent about how we really feel about things. And so that's what happened with Anthony and I, like, I'm okay. If you tell me to walk away from this six figure job, but yeah, I've had this and I've gone to college and all these things, but I'm okay with releasing whatever, because I'm not tied to it. I want more of you, the creator, the source. And so that's how it started and just getting up and we'd have a cup of coffee and some days we would just sit there. And when I say getting up, I'm saying two, three o'clock in the morning, like nothing matters. We made it high on a priority, like breathing air, nothing mattered, but just sitting there, we turn on the fireplace and, and just be, just be. And it was such a weird it was so weird. It was such a weird space to be in because we just move all the time. And so even processing that and giving ourselves grace and ease to say, it's okay to sit here. You don't need to produce. You don't need to do something because we were used to doing that. You know, I'm, I'm worthless or I'm lazy or what does this mean if I'm just still and how long is he not going to talk? And, and so you have to give yourself the space and grace to say, okay, however long it takes me to process that it's okay. And he has so much long suffering. That's where I'm at today. Like, God, you're so awesome that you you will wait. You're so gentle that you will wait for us. And so now he comes, he comes quick and it's almost like a phantom. Like, okay, I said what I said and see you in the next five, you know, whatever, five minutes, five days, five, you know, not really five days, but we're just open to seeing how he moves. And so that's what I would say. I love that. And I'm, I'm hearing, um, there's a, there's a submission in that, right. To just like submit yourself to that process. And I'm glad that you said it wasn't easy and it's scary because I think for a lot of us, it, it, hearing you say that is like, what? And what I'm hearing you say, Nikki is really just, you guys have experienced a shift away from focusing on doing and Mm -hmm. focusing on instead the being, just be. So talk to us a little bit because you mentioned also that in that time, you got clear on your assignment, um, your purpose. So what is your assignment, Nikki? Uh, What are you on? What do you feel you've been called to do in the Mm -hmm. world? Yeah. So I want to back up because I I feel like I should say this too. So when I say that it was a process, I I really mean it was a process. So like we would maybe be side up for two or three minutes and be like, oh, this is just, and you know, and I'm doing this with my husband. So we're processing together, you know, or the candle needs to be right. All these distractions, right. Or I said with the fireplace on or off, like I got to have the environment right, you know, and then there was some fear. Like, oh my gosh, just like you said, is he going to be scary? Is he going to come in? And okay, well, this is enough. And a lot of releasing control of how I thought and, and religion on how 
God is and how I thought he should be. And so that was a process, you know, and and I want to really reiterate that for people who feel like, well, they did that. No, no, no. It did. And so now we don't look at a clock. We could be there for four hours. You know, we get up when he tells us. And that was a process, too. And we get up, take a shower. And so you have to do what works for you. You know, this is not a cookie cutter thing. But as far as knowing my purpose, he began to show me about myself in a loving way. So, Nikki, I created you to be radical and gave you a voice and and made you brave and, and bold for a reason. Oh, wait. Wow. So then he started showing me the the scripture says, Holy Spirit would give you, bring it back to your remembrance. So he started showing me maybe when I was doing plays or or doing little things throughout my life where I was speaking or engaging or things or people, populations that were close to my heart. And so we have to pay attention to those little nudges of where he showed us where our purpose was. And so I started to document and my husband started to document. Oh, he had me in this environment or that environment. And so in terms of now, I, um, you know, and I I had a word given over my life a long time ago about um, preaching and I ran. I'm just going to be honest, like I can motivate people and and but uh, I don't know, be around people like that. I don't know, like and just some things that I saw at the church and, and just my husband as well as us as a mixed couple. We're mixed. My husband is Hispanic and. He came from a, a Christian Catholic background and, and all of that. And so I was like very clear, like, no, I, I sit with the homeless on the street and I'll do street ministry, mm. not go back to the church. What I'm clear now is that where we are in the state of the world, people are crying out to experience God's unfiltered, unapologetic love. Oh. Just sit with them the same way that he sat with us. The same way that he's shown us grace and mercy. Yeah, you may think this way, but I don't need to comment. Be slow to speak and quick to listen. And so for myself and my husband, that's what he's called us to do. I just want you to wake up every day and tell me you're available and I'll give you the assignment. But love my people, feed my people, shelter my people. And so that's exactly what we're doing. Provide for my people. Show kindness. And then I'll give you the next instruction as needed. Right? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, Nikki, there's so much. I, you hit on a couple of things that I want to drill down a little deeper on when we come back from break. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to dive further into multicultural relationship. You mentioned that you and your husband are multicultural and uh, how I want to get into your views on the church with respect to uh, multiculturalism and some of the things that are going on in society right now and what role should the church be playing to bridge some of these divides. We're going to get into that and some other things you guys stick with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. If you are wondering why you can't seem to attain that feeling of joy, fulfillment, and freedom in your life, 
Then you need to listen to Living Inside Out today. Your host, Joy Ross, will help guide you away from the outside-in way of thinking you've been taught to live. Joy and her expert guests will dispel myths and expose the beliefs that subconsciously hold us hostage, preventing us from experiencing true joy, fulfillment, abundance, and freedom. Living Inside Out today, Thursdays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. Have a question for Joy or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show. Here again is Joy Ross. And welcome back, you guys. Uh, So I'm going to jump right back in. So we're here with Ms. Nikki Cervantes. And Nikki, you had mentioned uh, before we went to break that you and your husband, who are both serving in ministry together, you guys are in a multicultural um, marriage. And I want to ask you, um, picking up on that, right? And thinking about where things are in society, uh, especially lately, there seems to be like an uptick with respect to um, racial, like just hatred and divide and things like that. What's your take on the role that the church should be playing to help unify and and bridge those divides? Do you think the church should be silent? Do you think the church should be actively involved in trying to be a part of the solution? What what do you think on that? You know, Joy, I think that's a two-step question. And um, so the first thing is, I I don't think they should be silent as in absent, right? Um, I think they should be silent, but active listening if that makes sense. Mm. And so, um, yes, I did mention that. And and I'll just say this very shortly. So my husband and I, while my husband is Hispanic and I'm um, African-American of Indian descent and whatever else, (laughs) proudly, and and, um, we are very unconventional. And so my husband came from a Catholic Christian background and his parents were very open and radical about God. And so you can't really put us in a box. And I've been to a private all, you know, African-American school, Christian, uh, a private, all, you know, Hispanic uh, Christian school and a, and a Caucasian Christian school as well, where it was just Asian people, everything. So we're very diverse. And so for us, you put that together with what's happening. And I was a single parent. So I had a son, which my husband adopted. And so while people are like, oh, okay, so this, it's like, there's no box. And that's how society is, as we're getting back to what you were saying earlier, there is no cookie cutter. There is no checkbox that puts limits, not only on people, but God and people feel arrested. And that's when you have this crisis 
calamity, you know, confusion, you know, um, misunderstanding. And um, it's it's just not beneficial to any of us. I think the biggest message is that if we can come together and get an understanding of perception, perspectives and people's stories, Mm -hmm. stories heal, stories restore, stories revive communities, they unite us. Because what I have found is when you share your story and I share mine, while we may have two different backgrounds, there's something in the scene that always comes together. And God designed it that way. And then you can sit back and say, what, you too? And so my husband and I, as we do workshops and trainings and things, our theme is love. Everything in the room, the decor, everything is love. And so the defense mechanisms are down. People already are like, They could take a beat. They could take a breath and feel love. So I think that's the first thing. Be silent, but active listen. Open up the church doors to have disruption. Let them come in and just seek to understand them. Hmm. Just listen to their story. You may find your your daughter, your son, your auntie, your uncle to get an understanding of why they act the way they do. And then what do you think? What do I think? Let's put our resources together together. Let's get healed first. Let's come up with a strategy between us, this community, and then let's go out into the world. And then guess what? Let's partner with other churches and communities. But fear is running rampant right there. And so until we come together in love and active listening, there is no plan. There is no strategy. It's device. I love that, Nikki. I love it a lot. Uh, Active listening, more listening less talking, more seeking to understand, and more love. Let me ask you this. For listeners who might be skeptical, they're they're hearing, they're intrigued by what they're hearing, but they're, they're at a point where they're wondering about this whole, you know, God um, business, and maybe they want to. They want to be able to hear God the way that you say you hear him. They want to be able to know their purpose in the way that you seem so clear, right? So for somebody who's just at that stage and they're like, okay, what's, how do you start the journey? Like, what's the first step that you would suggest that a person take to even begin to start a relationship Mm. with God, get to know him? Well, first of all, take a deep breath. (laughs) and release yourself from comparison and distractions like really carve out some time so and it doesn't take a lot of time so your time where you're binging netflix you know like i'm gonna take 15 minutes or 30 minutes and be a student of yourself what are some things that make me feel good i don't care if it's one thing oh a cup of tea okay make a cup of tea and just sit there And just allow yourself to be. Release yourself from anyone's opinion or even your own self. Don't have any expectations other than to give yourself permission to just be. To go on like a self-ation, self-vacation. Yeah. Right? Not say, I need to save this money so I can go to Hawaii or Europe. Just, I'm going to make some tea or a cup of coffee or a cup of water. Or I'm going to take a walk, reconnect Mm -hmm. with yourself, 
and the next step will unfold. It really is that simple. Yeah. It really is. I love the simplicity of that. And I, I love that you started with just breathe. I'm laughing because the simplicity of that, but there's truth in that, right? Like it's not this big, long, uh, overly complicated thing. So getting to know God, really, I'm hearing you say, begins with just breathing. I love how you said release expectations and just begin to be with you, Um, which is a thing, because like you said earlier, Nikki, in sharing your story, you and your husband's in this time out that you guys went on, it's not easy to do that because of the society that we live in when everything is all about do, 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 hurry, 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 hurry. Um, So thank you for that. And speaking of like those challenges, I want to ask you, what are some of the major, maybe like the one, uh, one of the main challenges that you've experienced just in terms of really trying to be true to what you feel God is calling you to do as you navigate your, like in your business, in your professional life. Um, has that been a challenge at all for you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So so the first thing I, I just want to go back and then maybe do two, two to five minutes. Don't make it complex. Don't make it seem like it's got to be a long period of time either uh, when having that time for yourself and it will grow. Let it blossom naturally and organically. So, yes, my husband and I were mass producers. You know, we were people pleasers. We were get it done, get it done with excellence, you know, um, overachievers, you know, you know, and so, you're not just graduating, graduating with honors, you know, graduating four times, taking 21 units, like all this ridiculous stuff. Like, and what does that mean? You know? And so, um, and even with each other, you know, um, codependency, like, are you okay? Okay. I'm okay. If you're okay, you know, and, and all of these things trying to overcompensate. Um, and so now 13 years later in our marriage, 14 years, we've known each other. It's settling that. And so that's what I'm saying. Give yourself permission and the grace to process and find humor. We have dark humor. I'm sorry. I think God does too. To laugh, you you know, to not be a critic on like every little thing. Oh, he's not going to show up because I think this. God knows that anyway. Like, okay, that was book chapter 27. I didn't know, but you know, uh-uh. you know, and, and we just, this is the book of Nikki, just like it's the book of joy. And the oh. set time has already been spoken before the foundations of earth. So, you know, your quirkiness, that's part of God's personality. And so coming into agreement with that, like all of this is part of God. We all have a little bit of God's personality and he is funny. God is, he's this humorous, he's as adventurous. If you like the skydive, like that's part of God, you know, cooking, whatever, whoever you are in the world, disc jockey, that's part of him, skateboarder, you know, whatever you do, that's part of who he is. And so it's just embracing that. And so that was overcoming that, not putting him in a box. Again, going back to that whole check box and even comparing how, cause Anthony sees visions and stuff. And I, and for a long time, I was like, well, he ain't telling me, he ain't talking to me like that, you know? And and so that whole thing, you know, and, and and we're married. So, you know, it's not like I'm in this thing, you know, the two become one. But, you know, they say a real prophet can flip a scripture. I can flip a scripture to make it work for me. Like, OK, well, I don't know what's going on, you know, with you. But uh, I feel like God should be talking to me like X, Y, Z. But um, it's it's just a beautiful journey. 
give yourself grace and ease. I got a homegirl, her name is Grace. Call her that. God will be as real as you allow him to be. You know, Jesus is my homeboy. He rose me. I'm like, no, you know, I'm hood and holy and I don't know how they're going to show up, but I'm here, you know, because in real life, you already know if it was the 90s, this would be going down. And then he, Grace taps me on the shoulder and I really feel that's the Holy Spirit saying, now, Nikki, I want you to jump into compassion. Look at the situation. You know, you're not going to do that, you know? And so that, and he talks to us all just like that. And so it was allowing myself to experience that and be vulnerable and transparent and humorous. And so that's how we navigate our business. If it doesn't come with ease, that ain't God. If I can't laugh through it, I feel like it's not God. And if the opportunity doesn't draw itself and I'm not trying to make it happen, then that's not God either. God has already done this thing before the foundation earth. So I'm like, oh, hmm, like I said, oh, the book of Nikki. I'm reading it as he unfolds it to us. Oh my gosh, Nikki, I I might steal that little one there because I love that. And how you said, God, there's a little piece of him in all of us. So the things that make us uniquely us, um, even like, oh, you love skateboarding or you love skydiving or you like adventure or all of those little things, quirky sense of humor or whatever, that just like brought in my perspective in terms of how to look for him. Right. Yeah. So what what I took away from that is, oh, moving forward, just in my interactions with people, when I notice things that make them uniquely them, now I can look at that and say, oh, my gosh, look at God. Oh, my gosh. Look at God. God oh, my gosh. You. Right. Yeah. That's the God in you. And and what's so beautiful about it is when you listen and someone tells you like, oh, you know, I'm a gardener. You, and you see that light, you see the lighthouse, we're all lighthouses. It's like, there's God. Oh my God, they're a makeup artist. And they start talking about it. Oh my God, that's God. And they tell you like, it's real simple. You just do this to your eye and you just this, this, and this contour. And you're like, that ain't simple to me. But then you, <laughs> you recognize that that's God. They're a baker, a sower, whatever, seamstress, whatever you are. All you gotta do is just, what is it inside of you that leaps? You want to know what your purpose is? What is it that you don't care if you're sleeping, you're eating, you just want to do all the time and it brings you joy, it brings you peace, it brings you excitement, you're creative. That's why you're here. It's not in 10 minutes, 10 steps. This is, no, 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 baby. What is it inside of you that you're like, I could do this forever. I don't even care. I lose track of time and people. And that's you connecting with God. Mm, I love that. I want to repeat that back, you guys. There it is right there. How you can really tap into what is your purpose, that thing that makes you leap on the inside, that thing that you could just do and you don't tire, it excites you, it fills you up, you get joy. That is the thing. That's there for a reason. And God put that there. And so follow that, right? I love that. Okay, so Nikki, I'm going to shift gears. Do you have a personal mantra for this year or like in this season of your life? I know you and I had a prior conversation and I share with you, like I'm really zooming in on desire and intention um, during this season. What are some things or what is the theme um, that you're focused on for this season for right now? Yeah. Well, thank you for asking um, because 
I think it's important that we have a word or we ask for a word. So then it can be a guidepost when we feel overwhelmed, when we get weary, when we get disappointed, because these things are going to happen. Like we have a lot going on in the background. Okay, don't let the smooth taste fool you. But the guideposts and the bumper rails of knowing and being connected, that's what fortifies us. So the foundation is there. For us this year, we wanted to be intentional about divine partnerships and divine connections. And I'm going to break that down a little bit. So our word for the year is covenant. We want to partner with people. The same way that I said when you asked me before, how do you get people with the racial issue or, you know, the different populations and the different, just all the social issues and and divides that are going on. We want to partner with them. And so how do you know who you're supposed to partner with? Because just because you say yes, that doesn't mean that, that that's who you're supposed to be with. And that's why you take that time to sit down and say, oh, God, is this the person? Is this the connection? And then wait. And you'll have a piece about it. Well, how do you know? Because you'll have a piece about it. And then it'll all unfold, not by you manipulating or controlling. It will naturally unfold just like this conversation. Right. So with covenant, we want to build relationships with people. We want to not just collaborate. We want family. And so what that looks like is if it's a connection, maybe it's a connection, knowing putting people in their proper spaces, right? Putting people in their gifts. So connection could very well be, I have a conversation with you and then you're connecting me to someone else. It's being open and vulnerable, which we don't want to do or transparent. I don't know how to do it, but somebody else does because that's their gift. It's being open, opening your heart. The second piece is partnership. So once you understand that, that a partnership is someone you do business with, someone you're going to walk life with, it may not be like a connection where that's like an associate or someone that is the difference. And so that's where we're at right now. Okay, where is the divine connection and where are the partnerships and we're in covenant with people because we want to understand what covenant is. And that's a contract. That's an agreement. I'm going to keep my word. And you're going to keep yours. I'm not worried about what happened last week, last year with such and such and this person and that thing. I'm opening my heart to experience God in a way every day that I've never experienced him before. Wow, that's beautiful. And I heard a little, there's a little nugget in there that I drew out. So I'm going to say it for listeners who are taking notes. Another tip, Nikki, that you just gave when you said, um, listen for peace, right? So there will be peace and the pieces will fall into place naturally without us having to force things or do all of this doing. So what I took from there is, oh, how can I know that what I'm doing is in alignment with what my purpose is or what God has for me. Well, two ways to know is, do you have a piece about it? Number one. And number two, is our, is this a naturally occurring thing? Or are, do we feel like it's something that we're forcing? If we're forcing it, we might want to pause and then reflect and go back to, okay, get still and silent and try to hear, right? I mean, that's what I took away. What do you Absolutely. think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know what? It helps you establish boundaries because the bottom line is that we want people to like us. Right. We're designed to walk in partnership and community and relationships. When you begin 
to put boundaries and say, you don't have to say yes right away. You shouldn't. You know, you should say, you know what, is it okay if I think about it? Because you're honoring yourself, your time, and whatever you have within that day or, or that week or that month of that year, you're honoring what you're already supposed to be doing. By saying, mm-hmm. let me just, that sounds like a great, my father used to say, that's a great idea, but that's not for me. And I would think, oh, how rude is that? But it's true. It's a mm-hmm. great idea, but is am I supposed to be involved, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm supposed to be a divine connection or in my relationship, or maybe I'm just a soundboard to hear you say, or maybe I'm not supposed to be involved in all and just exercise my, my voice and my power of no and yes to say, that's great, but you know what? That's not what I'm called to do, mm-hmm. right? That's not my assignment. Mm-hmm. I love where you landed. And that leads me straight into something that I was going to ask you about. So I guess we're at that point, um, what your dad said, right? His, his, his response to things. Oh, that's a great idea, but I'm not sure that that's for me. That brings up uh, the issue of in alignment for me, um, which is something that I believe I heard you also uh, touch on briefly in a, in a prior conversation. And so I was going to ask, you know, how do we... How do we, mm, how do you, let me rephrase the question. So when it comes to alignment Mm -hmm. and like that discernment of, okay, this is a good thing, but is it for me? What are some simple, maybe two or three steps that you take to stay in alignment with your purpose? Like, how do you filter things? Mm -hmm. So it goes back to spending time with God. Once I started to, to really carve out more time being silent, then other things started to unfold. So you'll have, I know for me, I'll get an anxiousness if it's not right for me. When I say no peace, I want to break that down. I get an anxiousness. Like I can't get rest. Or I'm like, what do you think? I'm double-minded. I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe this was, well, the money sounds great. and Or this sounds good. Or, wow, this is a wonderful opportunity. It's never going to come again. You know, it's like all of these questions. And so, and not questions. They're more like bombarding my, my spirit, my mind. And I just, I'm just overwhelmed. It's like a meltdown. So for me, when I started saying, you know what? I'm just going to take some time then that allowed me to process and then say, hmm, this is a great idea, but is this going to pull me away? First and foremost, for me, it's God. Then it's my family. My self-care is very important. And then when I say alignment and assignment, also, are you anointed to do it? Because I grew up in a household where I was multitask. I was programmed that way to multitask. It's taken a long time and even still getting better of just doing one thing at one time. Right. And so knowing that about myself, is this going to throw me into overdrive where, oh, I didn't go take a walk and not in a not in a punitive way, but I enjoy taking walks. I enjoy doing puzzles. I enjoy being with my cats. I enjoy spending time with my my kids and my husband. So is that going to pull me away? Because that's what fills me. I enjoy spending time with God. So if it's going to add stress, that's not. So it's self-inventory. It's Mm -hmm. taking that time to say, that's a great idea. Thank you so much. Let me take some time. And for me, I'm going to add this. I started fasting when opportunities were coming because quite honestly, things like with 
huge dollar amounts started coming. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, God, I don't know what to do. You know, and I, I get fearful and I'm anxious. What do I do? So I just started fasting and whatever that means for you. It could be pulling away from social media and turning one plate, one meal down or, or just getting quiet for five minutes. Or it, It's very easy. God will guide you where you are mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You don't need to have a set of rules. He works with you with where you're at. And so that allowed me now I'm in, I'm very clear. I'm very clear because I have, I know what he's assigned me to do. So there's no confusion. There's no calamity. There's no chaos. Mm-hmm. You're right. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that, Nikki. And I, I, um, I'll make this final point, and then I'll, um, I have to. I'm getting the the little note here that I have to move to start wrapping. Can you believe that? But I heard some like habits and routines that you've cultivated. So I'm just going to speak these back, which is cultivate a habit of stillness, cultivate a habit of being self aware, cultivate a habit of noticing. Is, is this particular thing producing anxiety or producing peace and then develop your own sort of guideposts or boundaries is really important on this journey to really just be walking fully in alignment and purpose. Ms. Nikki, thank you so much for being with us today. You guys, you can uh, check out Nikki if you're, if you're curious about her. Um, you can find her on Instagram at, at T-A-Z-Z. N-I-C-C-9614 or on Facebook, Ms. Nikki, and that's N-Y-C-K-K-I. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with me today, Nikki. Thank you so much. And you guys, I want to leave you with our final tip and then drop a little piece of news with you. So our final tip of the day, and you guys are around here, TIP is an acronym, transformation is possible and it's a step-by-step journey that begins with taking one step today and so you guys this is going to be my last show on this particular platform for a while i mentioned last week that we're taking living inside out today to tv so coming soon to apple tv uh prime tv let's see roku Uh, TV and other platforms will be living inside out today TV. So I'm going to be on a short hiatus while we go into final production for season one of my TV show. And until then, check me out on social media, Joy, J-O-I, Ross, R-O-S-S Consulting, Facebook or Instagram. And I'll be keeping you guys posted on where you can find me uh, when the show starts. Thank you so much. And until next time, love and peace. Thanks for listening to Living Inside Out Today with Joy Ross. We hope today's episode has been insightful and helped open the doors in your life to the joy, fulfillment, and freedom you have been seeking. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.